This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined from Dallas by Miss Jennifer Davis. Hi everyone. Thank you for having me, David. Um, I'm glad we're finally speaking. It's been a long time coming, right? It's been a long road. I told you I would never forget you. Remember day one when I had to keep it, zip it, lock it, put it in my pocket. I was like, I can't say a word, but listen, David, I'm not going to forget you. Let's just make it known on the record that, you know, I hear things, we all hear things, but you, you would not confirm anything when I reached out to you 30 seconds, like years ago when I first heard this. So <laughs> you have followed all the rules, but you know, we kept in touch and talk about other things, right? We did. We've talked about other things in life and you've been such an awesome supporter and rooting me on. And I love your podcast and your energy and I'm grateful to be a part of the show. What are you up to today? Well, thank you for all that, but what are you up to today in Dallas? So in Dallas, I'm taking pictures. I'm shooting later today. I am uh, putting a house on the market. So getting a house ready because I'm a realtor uh, and doing mommy stuff and uh, just having a good time. And you are from, like you're originally from Dallas, right? Well, moved here when I was five, so basically, and uh, grew up here in Highland Park, went to the Highland Park school system, um, went to middle school and high school with Court Westcott, that's how I know Cam, Queen Cam, and so my roots, I'm very deeply rooted here. Most of my family lives in Highland Park or University Park. My parents still do, my sister does, my aunt, my uncle, so it's my, it's my hood, you know? What was Court like as a child in high school? Court was so fun. He was a very good, a very talented gymnast. He was very kind, very popular, has a funny, you know, goofy side, but just highly intelligent and and everyone wanted to be around him, kind of like now, you know? And you guys never, I mean, I didn't even know you went to high school with him and you guys never dated. You never had that moment. Well, I dated one of his uh, friends. So all through high school, college, yeah, into my early 20s. So yeah. I can't, I can't picture him as a gymnast, but I know he's a very good, he was a really good gymnast. And so my, and my ex and him were on the gymnastics team together. And so there was that connection. Yeah. And then I have another very, very, very dear family friend with red hair who was lived next door to him. So there's lots of connections. So I love it. And you, in your past life growing up, you were a model also, right? I was. So in my past life, I was a model. I was 14 years old, early 90s, when my mom and I were walking through the JCPenney at North Park. And she said, you know, I think we should fill out this application for 17 Magazine Cover Model Contest. And I hadn't caught up with a growth spurt. I was still like like a little kind of like fluffy redhead with like buck teeth and fuzzy hair. I hadn't caught up with like you know, the swan transition. And so I was like, yeah, right. And we filled it out. And then I just kept getting called back and kept getting called back and found myself in New York on Inside Edition, Mari Poe. I mean, it was so fun. Really? Did you love being a model? I loved being a model. I, that was like my first experience being a professional model was 17 Magazine calling me saying, you won this trip, flying a bunch of girls, well, not a bunch of girls, less than 10 girls to New York, putting us up in, at, I think, where did Eloise grow up? Or, uh, you know, what is that hotel where Eloise- Was it the Plaza? Yes. They okay. put us up in the Plaza and we shot every day on the streets of New York. And it was, that was my first experience. And that was back in the day, back in the old day when there wasn't cell phones. So- the old fashioned phone started blowing up and the local agent in Dallas was like, can we sign your daughter? And then I was just every summer went from summer camp to flying to New York and living with Eileen Ford of Ford models. And my life changed pretty much overnight and I loved it. 
I love attention. Is that bad? Well, you are on a reality TV show. So I think, you. (laughs) you know, and I think this is why I really wanted to talk to you, you know, because I think you know, like we're just getting to know you as the season goes on. And I think, you know, a lot of people, I I like chatting kind of when someone's new, because like, I think a lot of people don't know a lot, all these things about you. I agree. So were you were a model like full-time for a while? Like how'd you get into real estate then? So I was modeling and uh, Angie Harmon went to Helen Park High School and also won 17 Magazine cover model contest, was a finalist. And so the, the school knew that I was going to have uh, a work for low load. And so they kind of gave me the same, you know, school hours as her. And I would work every day after school, JC Penny bells, a bunch of catalogs that were shooting in Dallas and headquartered here. And, um, Oh, I can still hear you. I know it just goes off. It's like, you did you call. go blank? No, I'm, I'm here. So sorry. Don't worry about it. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah, my life changed overnight and, and it was amazing. And in the summer I would go to New York. I love New York and live with Eileen and Jerry Ford. They had a model's apartment and, you know, it was really great. My parents were very protective of me and I lived with Eileen and Jerry and would go to bookings. And on the weekend, because I was under the age of 17, I would travel with Eileen and Jerry to their house. And it was in New Jersey at the time, beautiful area. And their house in the Hamptons had burned down. And I just have the best memories of summers with Eileen Ford. I mean, she was a special woman. She was amazing. And uh, we would cook together. And uh, it was great. It was a great experience. I was going to say, we're gonna ha- you're going to have to come back. We're going to have to talk all about that. That's a okay. whole, we have a lot of models and designers on the show. Like I could talk yeah. about Eileen Ford with you for hours. I have so many questions. I loved her. I have, she was hilarious and fun. Yes. Okay, good. Well, I'm excited. And like living with her for a summer, I can only imagine. It was so fun. Oh, I've got stories. I've got stories. And like living in New York when you're young, like that's not the thing that every Dallas girl does. No. And it was, I had the most amazing adventures, the best time shooting. I had the best work experiences. I mean, Eileen and Jerry Ford are good people and they were really good uh, friends with my agent in town, Kim Dawson, who just was an angel and they, they took care of me and looked out for me and I'm so grateful. I love it. Yeah. Do you love being, I mean, I just have an obsession with real estate. Like that's just one of my, do you love being in real estate? I love being in real estate and my family's in real estate so uh, it makes sense that I would, you know, go back to my roots and just go back to what is like my language, what I know, what, you know, I love selling houses. I was in commercial for a while. My father's a commercial realtor and, you know, still has a business and owns a portfolio. And I uh, first wanted to follow in his footsteps, but I love the relationship aspect of selling someone a home. There's more emotion. There's more feelings, whereas commercial was more numbers, household income, traffic count. And so I made the transition and my passion is residential real estate. And, you know, I hope to one day build and we'll see what happens. I love it. And you don't have to say yes, just because you're on the Behind the Velvet Row podcast, but do you watch any of the like reality real estate shows? Yes. Yes. Aren't they so good? I love them. I love all of them. I'm currently the most obsessed with Selling Sunset and Million Dollar Listing is always so good because I'm like, oh, they did not, you know, because I'm like that. They just totally, you know, it, it's so, I love it. I love it. Selling Sunset is a gift from above, like no other. It, it is a gift from above. I love watching it. It is so fun. And I just love the characters. I know they're not characters. They're just being themselves, but I, I can't get enough. Who's and I your, love like yeah. LA, huh? I was going to say, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to say, who's your favorite? Like if you were to move to LA only from selling something, then we'll get into the Ooh. amazing Bravo million dollar listing. But if you were going to move to LA, who would you use as a realtor? Like out of that group? Like Chriselle, Christine, Maya, we have Mary, Amanza. Amanza. Really? Yeah. She's your favorite. She's my favorite. And I hung out with her a few times before when I I lived in LA and I just love her. She's 
very talented, you know, single mom like me, and I support other single moms. So I would hire Amanda. I love it. We love her too. We've had her. I know she's here. awesome. She's awesome, and she dated Tay Diggs. So I mean, what more do you want? I know. Right? Like, I know, right? No, I think he dated her. So yes, you this know, is she's true. Name to drop, so you know. What about, well, I have to tell you, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've said this before on this podcast a hundred times, by far, hands down, Steve Gold from Million Dollar Listing New York. Is right. He, like, there's, there will never, it's not like there's a second hottest man. There isn't. Like, no, it, there isn't. He is the bomb, for sure. Number one man that has ever been on Bravo, and maybe he could be surpassed, but I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think he could be surpassed. That's not possible. You're right. So you're very intelligent, David. I'm, I'm kind of like realizing how smart you are. I already knew, but. I was going to say, are you just realizing this now, Jen? Yes. Well, I kind of knew, but now I'm just realizing you might be like full on genius. What about if you came to New York, like which agent, like Ryan, just from like an agent point of view, like Ryan, Steve, Luis, Frederick. Steve. Really? Steve. Oh, for sure. And I don't even have to say why, because everyone just knows why. You get yeah. to, well, do you want to hear how sick this is? Like way back, this is way back before I did this and spoke to everyone way back when I was just, you know, a little boy. I literally was like, well, I don't understand. Like if you want to meet Steve Gold, like there's open houses. Like why not just, I literally was going to go stalk Steve Gold Seriously? at open houses. This is way back in another lifetime, but yeah. it was going to happen, but it never in And dot, 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 question mark. And well, it never, well, it never happens. And now I do this and now it's like, you know, I could just chat with him here, but it really, yeah. it was a plan of mine. Like, look, you can look at an open house, see the apartment. Totally. I love that you plotted and schemed. I literally had a whole plot going. <laughs> I love that. I mean, the thing is, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers... If there's one thing I've learned, there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless services starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, okay, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense to me. There isn't one. Mint Mobile is the first company to sell wireless services online only. It's a brilliant idea. I don't know why no one has thought of this before. So by cutting out retail brick and mortar stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that they have to pay that get passed down to you. They're able to save all of that. And the only thing that they pass down to you is great savings. That's right. The plans start at just $15 a month. I'm using it. It's great. And of course, it comes with unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And don't freak out yet. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and you keep your same phone number. So for everyone looking to get in touch with me, I have the same phone number since switching to Mint Mobile. And if you're not 100% satisfied, they have a seven-day money-back guarantee. This has changed my life. It starts at 15 bucks a month. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. That's mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. And you will cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. If you want to stop paying exorbitant amount and only want to pay 15 bucks a month, mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. That's it. 15 bucks a month. Did you watch like other reality TV? Like, did you watch the housewives? Like you watched the housewives. Uh, like a junkie. Like R ridiculous. Yeah. And you watched I still do. And you watched Dallas before. You yes. Got it. Yes. I watched every. I watched it obsessively. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah. So that I'm still pinching myself that I'm even on it when I see myself in the background and I'm like, ah, that's me, <laughs> you know, did you like when this was happening in your backyard for all those years, you know, like seasons one through four, did you say like, why the hell am I not on this? Like I'm perfect. No, I just thought, Oh, that would be so fun. But you know, I just didn't even think it would ever like fall in my lap like it did. And then when it did, I was like, yes, yes. Cause I say yes to adventure, you know? 
even if it's risky, I always say yes. I, I mean, and you said you like attention. So I mean, I love why it. not? What's your sign, by the way? Taurus. What's yours? Gemini. <gasps> That's my sister sign. I love Gemini's. I have so many best friend Gemini's. Gemini's like, so. love attention too. Yep. And, and you know, we have like a not attention side, but Gemini's like, I say yes to everything. I feel like just, you never know what it's And like. I just, I vibe with Gemini's and I'm drawn to them. I have so many best friend Gemini's. So I, that's probably why I liked you. I, I think it's because I'm a Gemini. I think so. What? I love both of you, by the way. Even Thank the two-faced you. mean one. No, listen, Geminis are not two-faced. We just no, we have know. different moods. You know, like there totally. are times I like to be quiet. Yeah. What about, so you became part of this show. So is that really the main reason why you joined? Like, was it, hey, this can't be bad for business. Why say no? Uh, I mean, it can't be well, bad for business. A opportunity of a lifetime. Didn't really go into it thinking I was ever going to actually get it. When I did, I was like, wait, what? Me? Uh, and it, when, when adventure knocks, I always say yes. I was like, hell yeah. I mean, yes. So a lot of people, you know, very conservative people were like, are you doing, you're crazy for doing that. And honestly, I've had the most wonderful time. I know the territory that comes with it on these shows and I've got a really thick skin for modeling. So, I mean, I mean, I was almost built for this, you know? That's so. true. Like modeling, you probably developed a thick skin. I mean, you were oh. told no a lot. And why you're told no. And, you know, this reason, that reason. No, you've got funny looking knees that don't look good on. Whatever. And you're just, at first it was painful, I remember. But, I mean, I'm almost 44. That was 30 years ago when it started. And I still do modeling. And so you learn to just take yourself out, like, disassociate and be like, Oh, okay. Objectively, this doesn't work for this person. And that, and you have to remember David, when I was really, really modeling hardcore, Kate Moss was like the stick figure look. And I'm so grateful to the Kardashians for bringing curves back and making curves. Okay. And beautiful because that's just what I am. Naturally I cannot eat. And I'm still going to be, I'm just going to have like these Irish hips and you know, I have curves. So, um, yeah. So now you feel better about yourself because of Kim. Yes. Thank you, Kim and Chloe. Thank you all for making it okay to be beautiful and curvy. I love that show. And I'm heartbroken that they're like, what? Such a good show. Where are they going? Can I come with them? Well, they like just do cameras over there. Cause I, what do we do? We don't get to watch them all the time. I don't understand. Well, they're going to, I think, what was it? Disney or who they're going somewhere. Okay, good. Yeah. So we can still snoop. I'm assuming for like 10 gazillion dollars, but that's oh, another I'm sure. story. As, as they should. Yeah, but it is, listen, E has great, the whole E juggernaut, I could go on about all of their reality shows throughout the years as well. I know. So true. Shout out to E, non-sponsored. Shout ad. out. To, yes. <laughs> um, so, right. So, I mean, that those are all the reasons why you said yes. When you started filming, you know, because everyone, like you said, you have a thick skin, you watch the show. Everyone thinks they know what they're prepared for. Like, was it what you thought? Or were you like, it doesn't matter. These women are like that shit. Like, holy shit, what did I sign up for? Or were you like, okay, this is just what I expected. And I don't uh, mean any disrespect by no, no, that no. shit. Well, I will tell you something. I'm not going to reveal what happened. But I fought with the girls I didn't think I would fight with naturally. I mean, nothing is set up. I mean, it's not scripted, you know. I fought with a girl that I thought I was going to be best friends with and got along with a girl with a girl that I thought was going to, was going to drive me nuts. So it took me off guard. Other than that, it was pretty awesome and pretty much what I expected, but a lot more fun. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Listen, we like to go into details here behind the valve rope. Now you're, (laughs) you're friends with Cameron. So that's what it is. I mean, there is this thing online as of, I don't know, very recently that Deandra says that she fought with you right in the beginning and you may not see that, but that's what Deandra it's out there somewhere. Well, she's, she's like an OG queen. So I won't go against anything she says, but I will mysterious, uh, as mysteriously allude to the fact that if we didn't see it on the show, it didn't happen, and we might see other things filter through. You just have to keep on watching. You know, that's that's a good answer. Well, what a lot about can happen in the editing world? You know? Yes. 
well, what about this? What about who did you not think you were going to get along with that you got along with better? Like, who'd you get along with better than you thought? I mean, it doesn't even have to be one person. Like, did you have preconceived notions about like Stephanie and Brandy and Carrie? Yeah, I I thought that they were going to be clicky and mean and they were like so precious and sweet and beautiful. And I thought, I didn't know. I was intimidated like by them as a team and I was scared and they were just the opposite of what I thought they were going to be. So I was like, oh, wow. You know, so they were, that was it. I could see that, you know, like they've been there from the beginning and. They run it. Right. And so I'm like, oh, what, you know, but they were just so cute and fun and silly. And like from day one, they just were like, oh, hey, you know, it was great. They were like the best welcome wagon. Do I need to readjust this? No, you look good. Okay, good. Right. And they're a team, you know, like I think. Totally. They're together. Who was the hardest? I mean, maybe we already answered this. Who was the hardest to get to know? And I'm including everyone, including Tiffany for you. Which isn't Tiffany really an insult. Just... Yeah, but Tiffany and Deandra. And then, yeah, I, you'll have to watch. But there are some relationships where you just kind of feel like uh, you get very misunderstood and just like batted around like this. And then you're even closer. So even the bad stuff, like when I butt heads with certain people, like honestly, I didn't really get to know Tiffany that well. I think she's hilarious and funny. But I, I did have a conflict resolution with Deandra, uh, and um, that was it. And it was intense, like intense. What about, did this like go, because lots of times this, these shows, you know, they change friendships. Like, did your friendship with Cameron strengthen? Did it fall apart? You know, you don't have to give us a spoiler, but like, is right. it as strong as it was, or is it less, or is it stronger? Or not it's more. I, I, it's more because she is this hilarious glamour girl, and even when you're going through a yucky stuff, you know, she shows up. She has your back behind. She has your back behind your back, and uh, I love her more. I don't know. She might not like me as much, I, but I just I feel like we're closer. So that's good. Yeah. What about, because Cam just sold her house or she sold it recently. So why as the superstar real estate agent, didn't you sell her house? Well, because the person that came to them was from Quartz Gymnastics team, this darling girl in town named Kelly, who's a dear family friend. And she came to them and said, I have this house on the street that you're going to want to buy. So she brought them the listing and then just, they listed, they did like a, a whole thing. So it's okay. I've got plenty, I've got plenty of business, no feelings hurt. And, um, she did a great job. So you didn't think of taking her out, you know, the back way. No, never going to take her out the back way. I think, I feel like there's more than ro- enough room at the top in real estate you know, not in other realms of my life, but um, plenty of room at the top in real estate. I've been doing it for a really long time. And when someone comes, you know, gets in the business and just like makes a huge splash in the beginning, I'm like, go, go girl, especially if it's a woman. What about, are they in their new house? Like, how is that going? Is it a gorgeous It house? is so beautiful. It takes up more than half of a block and it is so their style. And I can't wait for y'all to see it um, in the future. Yeah. Is there a ton of pink? I, what do you think? I mean, I would think the answer would be yes. It is very tastefully done. It's not like, oh, Mary Kay. You know, like, this is just gross. It's so, she's got, Cam has the best aesthetic taste. And so it all looks perfect. But I'm not going to, like, ruin anything else because I want her to show that. But. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist 
who's a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues, anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and better help really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash velvet rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me. Speaking of taste, what about from a fashion point of view? Like taking yourself out of it, like who do you think has the best fashion out of your cast, out of your group of friends? And it's not just because she's my favorite, but Cameron. Really? Cameron. Oh, yeah. And she's hilarious. She'll be like, I was just this granola from California and I wore sweats and then Court and I started dating and he took me to Neiman's and I stood there and he's like, this, this, you need to dress like this. And she's like, okay, you know, <laughs> she's got the best style and I can what wear it, her jeans without them being too short. So <laughs> you have to love that. Yeah. Long legs. What about, you know, is it in any world insane to have a treadmill that your dog goes on every day next to yourself? Not in Dallas. And no, no. I mean, it's brilliant because it gets really hot here in the summer and it hurts dogs' paws to walk on the sidewalk. So I think she's just being an animal rights activist by having, right? She's actually, yes. She's saving the world, yeah. What about, because you, know, you mentioned like a thick skin from modeling, which is true. Like I didn't even yeah. think of that. And now were you like, you know, listen, I haven't like specifically read your stuff online, but everyone gets it. I mean, I get it from hosting a podcast. Like, did you go down that rabbit hole of like hate and comments on social media? Maybe you haven't gotten that much or any, but everyone does. Like, do you fall into that? Because I think, you know, people could for years, they could for a day. Like, how do you handle that? Um, well, I'm a little weird. Because even if someone, I've had some people talk bad about me, even when they're talking bad about me, I love it. <laughs> I'm weird. I, I don't know. It gives me like, oh, you know. <laughs> well, it's like that saying, like, no press is bad press. Bad press. Exactly. And so if they're talking about me, even if they're saying mean things, whether it's true or not, I just love it. <laughs> and, you know, like, you know who you are. And right, like, I know who I am. Like tour, it's a tourist thing. And listen, I'm not, I'm from New York. I'm not LA, new agey, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not really into signs, but it's that- Oh, I am. I ask everyone who they're signed. I ask everyone, what's your sign? Because I have a hard time reading people sometimes and that's how I read them. I'm like, what is your sign? Now I understand you. So now that I'm a Gemini, do you, you understood me before, but maybe just a little better. Yeah, that's probably why I was, we were drawn to each other because I like love, I'm always drawn to the same signs that I grew up with in my nuclear family. And I, I find them just coming, they're always in my life. So Gemini, Scorpio, Virgo, Virgo Taurus, Pisces. I love it. Yeah. What about, so, you know, like we even joked about in the beginning, like I reached out to you. I don't even know when you were like, listen, let's chat. I'm not confirming anything, yes. but we can be BFF. So, you know, yeah. the Bravo gods that are totally. listening, Jen yes. follows all yes. the rules. Because yes. I've been all really wanting to talk to you for about at least a year now. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And I've been wanting to talk to you too, but I also wanted to mind, the, you know, mind, you know, uh, behave for once. In one area of my life, I wanted to behave. Okay. Bravo, I, you behave. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with behaving. And listen, I'd I like to, I'd not. like to behave yeah. for Bravo too. So me too. I'll behave for Bravo. That's about it. 
but here you are, you know, like you, nothing is really announced or even when it was announced and you are, this is like a new experience in your life. And then the next thing you know, it is out there like within, I don't know, a month, two months, like the fact that you're going through this divorce. Right. So how is that, you know, to like sign up for a show, start filming, meet new people. And, you know, like, I guess if you like attention, but that's not an av- like a normal thing for someone that's never experienced it to now have like, oh, everyone in the world knows I'm getting a divorce. No, right. And, and I didn't even know if I, if because of that, I was going to get asked to leave completely. And I didn't know anything. Uh, but somehow everything worked out, you know, for the best. It, it came down to there were some things going on in our lives that we didn't want to share with the public and we wanted to protect our daughter. So we decided for this year, let's not let the cameras come home with us. Now the future is not set, you know, who knows what's going to happen then, but just for this year, we wanted to, you know, look out for, for our family. Cause even when you're not married to someone, they're still family. I mean, you're co-parenting and, you know, and, um, Divorce is not easy. It was very painful. It was very hard. Death of a dream. Uh, but I was very grateful for uh, Bravo allowing me to stay on and be friend of and participate participate as much as I did. And I, I really didn't know. I thought that was it. I would, I would get cut. And so I'm so grateful. And, you know, uh, divorce is ugly. But this one, you know, moved forward. And we were, we're divorced now. And you know, we're, we're friends and we're going to co-parent and you, it, the chapters that you had with each other that were good, don't go away. It's just like, okay, new chapter and that Velcro of pulling apart, you know, you've been in relationships and like, it's like that chapter's over and it just hurts to pull apart, but then, then it's good. Does, am I making sense or am I just rambling? No, I mean, okay. First of all, you're making complete sense. Second okay. of all, I mean, I've never been married or divorced, which is fine. But, you know, like there's, I mean, there's a million thousand people in my family that have been divorced. Right. So first of all, the fact that you're still friends, that's ahead of 90% of the people out there. I know. Well, we didn't start off this way. I mean, like I, I, I was not nice. He was not nice. We were our worst self because we were hurting. And then, but now it's like, you know, what's the point of fighting? We've got a beautiful baby and beautiful lives and, you know, it's good. And it was mutual, very mutual. Well, it's also, I mean, fast, because that was another question, because I didn't even know you were officially divorced. Right. So, well, we're waiting for the state to give us our decree, which will be 30 days or less. But, uh, yeah, it started in February of 2019. He left, he filed, then we tried to, you know, get back together. We were back together for nine months, and then it just fell apart. And, And so the timing... It, it was what it was. And, you know, in this weird way, uh, the show was an angel for me, like a safe place to go and the fans giving me life and uh, having a distraction. Um, I don't know if I would have had the strength to go. Like, I just don't know. It was a nightmare and I did love him and I didn't want to be a divorced single mom. And I fought it. And Bravo was sort of like an angel that walked me through it. Let me be in my space. Didn't push, didn't pull. Let me tell my truth when I was ready. And, you know, let me look out for my daughter and and family. And uh, I had the best experience. Sometimes people ask about, you know, what was it like shooting? I don't know. I've never done that before, but it was fun as shit it was so fun yeah and I mean like to your point it sounds like you know the show helped like if you didn't have the show at this time like if you're hanging out with these girls oh it it was an angel the show was like I don't want to give it as much power as saying it brought me through but God sent the show to me and the timing was beautiful to get me through a really rough spot and I will forever be grateful for that Reason, season, lifetime. If I'm asked back, awesome. If not, I won't be bitter because I, it, it, it was like a life changer for me in the best of ways. And hey, maybe instead of just modeling, because of all of this going on in your personal life, maybe you were just like, Carrie and Deandra are fighting over like, whatever. I know. Get over I it, love- girls. Yeah, I was a little, um, you know, 
it happened in real time. And my character goes from really to being like kind of, cause I was just in shock. I was in shock, David. I was like just showing up and just, you know, when you're in shock, you're like in shock deer in headlights. So yeah. you can tell if you're looking back, you can tell where I'm like really like animated and loud. And then when I just show up and I'm like, and it was pretty early in, it was pretty early on. I mean, it's a lot to go through. So I'm happier coming out the other side. I mean, again, Thank I've you. never been there, but like, I understand divorce could be. Thank you. And, and oh, the girls were amazing and everyone was amazing. Producers, everyone. Bravo was great. So thank you, Bravo. Thank you, girls. And do you want to- And yes, thank you, fans. And, and Bravo and everyone. When yeah. we're, while we're on this subject, so do you just want to, because I think there is a lot of misconfusion. You know, you read things online. You know, I think there's a lot of like, oh, you were supposed to be a full-time cast member, but you know, you were too boring. I'm not saying this. Don't shoot the messenger. Do you just want to set that record straight that like you filmed a whole season and you were so boring and contributed nothing and that's why you're not a housewife? Because that well, there is that chatter yeah. out there. Anyone who knows me in person knows I'm like the opposite of boring. I'm very feisty and it was a good decision this season to not let the cameras come into my home to protect my family. And I am so grateful I didn't just get totally cut and a lot of scenes you know, more will be revealed. So you have to keep, stay tuned, you know? What do you want people to like know, you know, like when all of this is over, like it sounds like we're going to see some great stuff coming from you. Like when it's all said and done, like you said, like season, lifetime, you'll be back 10 years, who knows? But like, what do you want everyone to kind of take away from you? Like, you know, oh, I learned, I listened to David's podcast. I watched the show. Like, what do you want people to know about you? That... You're never like past a stage in your life where your dreams can come true. You're never past that plate. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to act and do this like in my early twenties and it never happened. And I just never gave up the dream, but I never, I just kept going in the, with the flow of life and just grateful for all my blessings. And then it circled back around after I was over the hill and just, just always know that, you can manifest your dreams and like through God's will, you can manifest anything you want. The timing might, might not be what you want, but keep your eyes open, uh, suit up, show up and say, yes, that's what I want people to get. Well, first of all, sweetie, 44 is not over the hill, but uh, thank you. Moving on. Well, what about, cause you've watched the other season. So oh, yeah. how much pressure was it coming in? You know, like, I mean, I don't know if you talked about this with Tiffany. I mean, it sounds like you guys aren't, you know, whatever, but like how much was the, like Leanne is gone. We don't need to rehash all the drama. We've been there, right. done that, but she's gone. And that leaves some void in the show, good or bad. Like, was there pressure coming in of like, we're filling a big void? There wasn't pressure because I've got red hair and we have horrible tempers. So, uh, they, no, they were like, you can go, you can let loose now. Cause I was very angry about something and I let loose and, you know, we'll just have to stay tuned and see if y'all get to see that side of me. But my family calls it the red sea parting when I lose my, sh you know, when I really get mad and just see, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah, like when I think of you, you know, just from our, you know, like I know you at this point somewhat, That's you true. don't seem like a wallflower to me. I mean, you seem like no, something no. to say. No, I definitely do. What about, I mean, you know, Dallas is a small place. I mean, did you, do you know Leanne? Did you hear from her when you were cast in this show? Like you must know her. I know her. We knew, we saw each other at a few events. Uh, and you know, she's been kind. She's reached out and been nice. And I, she recently saved a, a baby Eagle on the side of the road. And it was in this random person's that I'm following. And I was like, oh, and the baby Eagle got, or maybe not an Eagle, a hawk. And this little hawk got hit by a car and she pulled the car over and put it in her car and was driving and showing it. And the cop was like, oh. I mean, the hawk looked like it had just been picked up by an alien. Like if we got picked up by like, a hawk, hawk was like, and, uh, I was like, oh, it's because I'm into, I do that all the time. I, like if a, I did it when I was pregnant with a squirrel. Like you guys a are all good to hit, the animals. I picked it up, 
like took it to the vet crazy. But anyways, I was like, Oh, I love that animal lover side of her. So we recently exchanged messages, but no, you know, they know exactly what they're doing when they, I, I have a temper, but. So it's not I'm like not gonna... Leanne reached out to you and said, be fucking aware of the following people. Not nothing no, like that. Not at all. No, 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 not at all. Nobody did. You just have to, you know, show up and see because certain, you know, everyone just was just like, you know, you figure it out as you go and it's easy to figure out. Did anyone like Cam as your friend, like did anyone, you know, give you any advice on this group of women? Like did Cam say, hey, you know, if you got like, did you, did you get any, or did you get any advice from anyone really on the, on the show now? I mean, you don't have to have, but just curious. Stephanie was the first to, uh, well, no, Cam was the first to congratulate me. And she just said, you know, keep it real, be you and let go of what you think about people and be open to a fresh take on them. And then Stephanie was the second person to reach out. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. She's a Gemini too. So we hit it off and she loves redheads and I love Gemini. So, and then, uh, every girl was really nice. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was great. I wasn't scared of anyone until I was. And then, uh, no, I had a good time and I was, I was allowed to be me and I was allowed to fight back. And, and yeah, it was, yeah. What about, and I mean, as the season goes on, maybe this will happen, but if it hasn't happened, have you heard from anyone like on any other franchises, you know, like the housewives is you guys all stick together. Like has I anyone know. reached out to you or anyone, you know, like, uh, Lisa Rinna or like, you know, Ramona. No, but oh, I think they Ramona, will. Ramona, I mean, I would freak out. Ramona, I love you. I heard you're getting your real estate license. Um, not yet. Come on, Ramona. She's like one of the, like, uh, even a friend of hasn't reached out. Come on, girls. You can do better than that. I'll have, you know what? I'll have some people reach out to you. Would you? I would love that, David. I'm going to have some people reach out to you. What about, like, who are your favorite housewives? Just as a, like, here you are. I mean, you know, who do you love? Love Ramona. Love Leah from New York. Uh, I love Bethany Frankel. I mean, come on. Everyone loves Bethany. Nene Lakes is, I know she's not anymore, but she's hilarious. Kim Zolviak, Kyle Richards, Elizabeth Lynn Vargas. Do I, do I need to keep going? I was going to say like, you you know, you know, you know. (laughs) What about if you, someone came to you and said, all right, Next season, we want you, but you have to switch franchises. We're going to transport you somewhere. What what franchise would you want to go join? Oh, like OC or Beverly Hills. Oh, West yeah. Coast. Oh, for sure. Okay. Th- those are good ones. Yeah. What about if someone said, you know what? Next season, we are going to you know make you a full-time housewife, but... The only way, well, the only way that's happening is if someone goes. So it's up to you. It's your decision. Who, who, who are you going to send away? And then I had to pick who went. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble. I don't, I wouldn't want anyone to go. So I'm not, there isn't anyone I would want to go because it's like, we're this like well-oiled machine. And now I depend on all the girls to do their thing. And I don't want any, no, no one's getting fired on my clock, David. Listen, Jen, just because I'm a Gemini and we're friends, this is behind the velvet rope. I mean, you know, no. I, have, I have to try a little, I, right? I love that you tried. I love that you tried. But you know how stubborn Taurus are. So I'm digging in my heels. But you are digging in your heels. What about, is it a dream? I mean, you know, maybe it'll happen this season. Is it a dream for you to, you know, last night we had our girls, you know, Stephanie, is it, and Tiffany, is it a dream for you to appear on Watch What Happens with Andy? Are you kidding me? Yes. I, I, it is a dream. I love Andy Cohen in life. Like, he's the godfather of all this, and it is a dream. It is. This is a dream come true for me to have even gotten this far, but are you kidding me? I would be like, hi, Andy. <laughs> You'll spend yeah. all day getting ready. You'll be like ready for everything. Yep. Oh yeah. Yes. And then one other thing, and then we'll like wrap up. Did I, cause I mean, it happened so quickly. So you at the D 
dinner when you were drinking O'Doul's and you made a comment so you don't drink at all. Is that true? Or am I making that no, up? I don't drink at all. It, it, it's not fun for me, David. It, tur- it, it was fun for many years. I mean, I drank for a really long time. I probably drank enough for you, me, and five other people. And then uh, when it wasn't fun anymore, it really wasn't fun. Like, uh, I, I couldn't remember it. I, people said I was rude, and I didn't remember it. That gave me the creeps. And it was just not fun waking up. At first, it's fun when you're, like, waking up and, oh, what did I I do right. <laughs> and then when you're like, what did I do last night? And your friend says you tried to pull a gun out of a police officer's butt. Like, just crazy stuff. And it's not you. And you get a nickname. Uh, my nickname when I was drinking was Meaner Than a Snake Davis. And it was just, I was so unpopular. And most, it was just like, I, I just didn't want to do it. I, I don't want to. It's not that I want to and I can't. I just don't want to. It is not fun. It's like blackout crazy juice. I get it. And I mean, especially if you're like, you know, you turned into a mean drunk. Mm-hmm. That's a mean drunk. And that's like, not who I am. And I would say mean things to people that I didn't mean it. You know, people say, oh, when you're drunk, you say the truth. That wasn't with me. I would say the opposite of the truth. So it was just such a, and then finally I connected the dots and I was like, this is just not doing me any good. And then I quit drinking and like my jawbone, like you get like your face pops again. Cause when you're drinking, it's kind just of. like you're kind of puffy and yeah. So. Good for you for realizing that though. You know, did you, and this is neither here nor there. Thank it's you. Just, I won't say it was easy. It was not easy. Yeah. Did you, and I'm, there's sorry, no shade. Honey. No, sorry. I was going to say like, did you go to rehab or you just were able to do it on your own? It's just my own curious. No, it's fine. I went to an outpatient program because I was getting my back uh, surgery around the same time that I got uh, sober the first time, because what happens is you like stop drinking and then you're like, well, can I drink? Was that pain that made me drink like an idiot and blackout and act like an asshole? Right. And then you drink again. And you're like, yeah, that wasn't fun. And so there were a few stop, start, stop, starts, which the stop started in 2008. And then the final stop when I was like, this is not fun. The last time I drank, do you want me to tell you that story? Quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I have all day. I'm just trying to be respectful of everyone else. No, so I tell me quickly. Anyways, it, I, I blacked out. I like, was it what we were at a, a viewing of a movie that I was in just, and uh, I, I like tried to kiss someone. I think it was, I don't remember. And it wasn't me. And it was like, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I'm never doing Like I'm really never doing that again. That was not fun. I it was like awful. And it so. takes away from business, right? Like, it you totally know. It takes from away from your self-esteem. You're like, that's not me. This is not fun. I can't control it. And, and yeah. Oh. I get it. Okay, listen, you need to, as the season goes on, maybe towards the end, you'll come back, you know, because like, I'd like to see, I love talking to people like in the beginning yeah, of their experience. Anytime you ask. Mm-hmm. Is this David, one of your- Anytime you ask me, I want to come on. I adore you. I adore you too. And I don't say that to everyone. Trust me. Okay, I, speak good. To, I speak to lots of people all week that I yeah. don't really want to speak to, but yeah. the show yeah. must go on and, you know, David must eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed speaking to you. What was I going to say? Um, is there anything else you want to leave us with? I had my own agenda. I like to give people a chance as we wrap up. Like anything else you want to put out there that I didn't cover? Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, no, just you got to keep watching, but um, I'm definitely not a, a wallflower. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you are. I think it's going to be revealed. And, you know, I think it's a great season. It's like, I, it's, a, it's a light season. It's fun. You know, I think for you, if the, sh- like, if you were part of the show for years, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with COVID? Like, I, you know, because you won't, you don't have anything to compare it to. Like, you've only filmed in COVID. Imagine exactly not COVID, like the possibilities oh, are endless. I, mean, I know, I know. It can all things are only going up. Had the best experience, and I'm impressed. Like it, it, it was just incredible. It, it exceeded my expectations. So yeah, but I, I do want to. I would love to come back. So I'm so happy you're part of the cast. Say hi to everyone. Me too. From me. I will. Thank you. Thank you, where, David. Where can everyone find you online? Because everyone wants to follow you. Yes. Who doesn't? Awesome. Thank you. What's your Instagram? On Instagram, at Jim Davis, one N, 
on Twitter at Jen Davis Long, one N, and on Facebook, Jennifer Davis. I love it. Wait, wait, before we go, I just have one more question. Yes, David, tell me, what, what is it? Is this, is this your first like housewives interview ever? <laughs> yes. I, I feel special now. Do you feel special? Well, You're I- You're my first ever interview, David. Well, listen. Behind the velvet rope. I, I can't even believe that, yeah. And I think it went great. Because I didn't feel like we were like interviewing. I feel like I'm talking to my friend. Well, that's what people say when they come on the show. They say it's like a relaxed, casual time. Look, we covered what we had to cover, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, I thought it was your first interview. And you know what they say, Jen? What? You never forget your first. I'll never forget my first. I will never forget you. Like I said, when you emailed me, you were the first person to email me. And I said, look, can't confirm or deny, but I will not forget you, sweetheart. And I did circle back around. And you did too. And I'm so glad we made this happen. I'm really glad. All right. Tell everyone again where they can find you. That You guys can find me every Tuesday on Bravo, 9, 8 Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock Texas time, Real Housewives of Dallas, on Instagram at Jen Davis, one N, on Twitter at Jen Davis Long, and Facebook, Jennifer Davis. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I really appreciate you coming on and you will come back. Thank you so much. And we'll talk later. I hope to see you in the spring in Dallas. Come visit me. Oh, I will be there, sweetie. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.